Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What if a simple change could improve your mental health and well-being without even knowing it? Welcome back to a Freestyle Friday. I'm your host and psychologist, Stephanie Giorgio, and I have been waiting to record this episode because I was actually amazed with what I discovered. So without further ado, let's get straight into it on this sunny, beautiful Friday in the Gold Coast. I am Stephanie Giorgio, and I told you that already. So let's start. Now, this episode comes from my return from Bali after a conversation I had with my roommate, And it was so strange because she turned to me and said, I actually think something has happened that has improved my mental health. And I said, well, what is it? And the thing that she said was exactly the thing I had noticed within myself. Now, the first thing that improved both our mental healths is not having a full length mirror for over a month. I know this may sound strange and weird and what do you mean? I couldn't live without a full length mirror. So let me explain. So when I first went to Bali, I stayed in a particular location that didn't have a full length mirror and I was shocked. It was absurd. I am so used to having a mirror just to check how you look before you go out. And there wasn't one. I actually gave them feedback because they asked for it. They're like, oh, do you have any feedback? And I said, look, I love this. It's great. You guys are so friendly, but it would just be good if there was a full length mirror because we are so conditioned to use full length mirrors. And then it got me thinking about it. And when I then moved into where I was staying for the retreat to educate, that had a full length mirror and I sort of forgot about it. Then when I moved into the villa with my roommate, we never had this. And we were asking our landlord, Hey, can we get a mirror? And when we were there, there was only a face mirror. Now in food freedom, in all my programs, we do a lot of mirror work and we talk about appropriate mirror use. So for example, only using a full length mirror to do a full on body check or a full body check to check an outfit. And then you go, what we don't recommend or condone is looking in the mirror naked 
scrutinizing your stomach, scrutinizing your legs, just looking at one part, talking negative about yourself in the mirror, gazing for a long period of time at your face. So a face mirror is appropriate just to put makeup on, get ready in the morning, brush your teeth, whatever. And then a full length mirror is appropriate just to check an outfit up and down. You do a full body scan and then you leave the room. That's the mirror work that we recommend. And when I say we, I mean me, myself and I. (laughs) So it was so strange because we both agreed that at the end of the four weeks of being together, our mental health improved by not having a full length mirror. Now, let me just preface this by saying my friend and I both have pretty good mental health. She's had mental health struggles in the past. I've had an eating disorder in the past and body image issues in the past. And we were in a really good place. We're both in a good place, but we didn't think we could be in an even better place. And I'm thinking, why did this change for us? What did it change? And I worked it out. It reduced our rumination or our thoughts about our appearance because we could not see ourselves properly. So we didn't have any negative thoughts before going out, such as, oh, I look fat or this top doesn't fit or I should wear a new skirt. We literally only relied on each other for feedback and it was always positive. Oh, babe, like that skirt looks great. I love that shirt on you. Wow, like that outfit looks so nice. Or I never expect you would be wearing that. Neither did I. We wore outfits that we would never normally wear because we didn't have that internal dialogue saying you shouldn't wear that or that's not appropriate for you. Our internal brain didn't have the opportunity to criticize ourselves because we couldn't see what we look like. And then when you'd go out, you're not thinking, oh, I should have worn another outfit. I look bad. The skirt was so tight. You literally get ready and you leave your house. And even if you quote unquote look bad, it doesn't mean that other people are going to think that you look bad. In fact, other people will often say you look great or I love your top and you might be surprised by it. So I highly, highly recommend trying this. And I know it is hard. Believe me, I know it is hard. It was super hard because you're going out, you're wearing bathers, you're doing all this stuff. And to not have a full length mirror can induce anxiety initially. But try it for a week. Either cover your full length mirror or turn it around and just rely on your face mirror in the morning and see how you feel. It's going to be very tricky in the beginning, but I promise you kind of get used to it and you learn to just get dressed and leave your house. The other thing I felt it really helped with was saving time. If you accumulated all the hours you spent looking at yourself in the mirror, checking an outfit, getting changed, looking again, looking again, how much time does that take you? I know personally, I have run late because of trying to choose the perfect outfit But when you don't have a mirror and you can't check, then yes, just leave and go. And look, in extreme circumstances, I did use my phone. I did put the camera on and I just set it up just so I could have a quick look. So don't worry, in extreme circumstances, if you need a quick glance, you can use your phone, but try not to. I maybe only did this twice. So if you try this, please let me know. But I highly, highly recommend it because... People often look in the mirror expecting to feel better about themselves, but the issue with mirrors is they don't always tell the truth. And I speak about this in my book. A mirror is a reflection of 
a kind of mini condensed version of you and it is a projection of your perception. So if you look in the mirror and you're having a bad body image day and you think, oh, I feel so bloated, I feel so fat. When you look in the mirror, what you are going to perceive is actually going to be worse. Whereas if you look in the mirror and you have a good body image day and you have good thoughts, what you are actually going to see is going to appear to be better. So think about this, give it a go and let me know how it works for you. Even just do a day, start with a day if a week feels overwhelming. The second thing that unexpectedly improved my mental health was, get ready for this, I don't believe I'm going to say this, wearing no makeup. I know, I know, coming from the girl who always wears makeup and I look presentable most of the time, especially on social media. I've just always been used to having something, whether it's eyelash, mascara, eyeliner, eyebrows. Now, my roommate actually invented this concept called face freedom. It happened one night when we were going out and we were actually going to a a beach, a pool party. So it's a daytime to nighttime event and people get done up to the max for these events. There's a mixture of people. There are people who are just swimming, who don't care. There's people who wear, you know, dressy outfits. There's people who wear their bathers. I would say I'm a bit of a a bit of a hybrid, like I would wear bathers, but with some shorts, but I would do my makeup quite nice because I want it to last. But one night she said, Steph, my makeup is not makeuping. So I'm not going to wear makeup tonight and I'm going to call it face freedom. And I said, that is genius. I'm actually going to steal that. And the fact she went out on a night out with absolutely no makeup really inspired me. Because she's just confident in what she wants to do and who she is. And I love that. We have confidence in different ways. Now, I had a facial. And I know after you have a facial, you shouldn't wear makeup because you want to give your skin a chance to heal. So I fell in love with this concept and I put it out on social media and I said, hey, everybody, I'm doing face freedom. I'm not going to wear makeup. My skin is pimply. It's bumpy. I've had a facial. The pollution in Bali really does affect your skin. So I was really conscientious of of getting facials. I was mortified going into, say, the gym or going to see people who'd seen me previously all done up. I was so worried about what they would think like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? And I'm not sure if you can relate to this, but if you don't wear makeup for one day or if you, I don't know, don't wear your makeup the same way, people say, are you okay? Are you tired? Are you sick? Is everything all right? So just a heads up, if a woman's not wearing makeup, no need to to, to call it out or say that they look sick or unwell. It's just that you're not used to it yet. Now, I actually met up with some friends or I saw some friends uh, this morning and I said, had my sunnies on, I took my sunnies off. I said, listen, I've had a facial and I'm not wearing makeup. This is the real me. And they were like, okay, Steph, all good. No worries. I had. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Made it a big deal, right? And I thought, you know what? It's only a few days. I'm not going to wear makeup. And if people can't accept me at what I consider my worst, which is absolutely not even my worst, I still had mascara on, okay? Gentle baby steps, baby exposure. Then they don't deserve me at my best. But then something crazy happened. No one said anything. No one even noticed or conscientiously or mentioned anything. You know, I had put that disclaimer in. I'd actually said, hey, I'm not wearing makeup. People don't care. They don't see the difference. And even if they do, they're not going to say anything about it. I couldn't believe it because at the end of the day, it comes back down to what you have conditioned yourself to be used to with your appearance. I look back at old photos and videos and I cannot believe that I didn't think that my hair or my lashes were excessive at the time. And I always wanted to go bigger and longer because I accommodated and assimilated to how I looked, right? So it's almost like the first thing you get, maybe you get a tattoo done and it seems really big and excessive. And after a while, you're like, oh, it's not that big and excessive. Maybe I'll get another tattoo. Or perhaps you want to lighten your hair and then it's not light enough. So you want to go lighter. Same with your body. Perhaps you change your body in some way or you've lost weight. It's not enough. You want to go. You will always assimilate and accommodate to where you're at and then it will never see enough. And feel like enough. And this happens with lip fillers. It happens with Botox. And this is why people get to that extreme level on those shows, My Crazy Addiction, where they just can't see it. And it does blur the lines between body dysmorphia, which is being preoccupied with a real or perceived flaw in your appearance. So just going back to old photos, I remember I would have 30-inch hair extensions because I wanted the longest hair in the world. And my lashes were so long. I had not prosthetic lashes. That's not the right word. Lash extensions. And I always wanted bigger and bigger. And now when I look back, because I haven't had lash extensions in a long time, I think, wow, why didn't I see them? And my mum would tell me, she's like, I like you better with your natural lashes. And I'm like, mum, don't be a hater. But she was right. She was actually right. So remember this. The reversal effects can also happen where without the exaggerated lashes or hair, we think we look abnormal. So I remember getting my lashes removed and thinking, oh my gosh, I'm abnormal. I have no lashes. Like what's wrong with me? And then I wanted to go excessive and more bigger because I thought there was something wrong with how I looked. So just remember the only way to build your confidence in certain areas of your life is to go all bare and all naked. Yeah, if you want to build your confidence in a bikini, you have to wear the bikini. You can do this gradually. And I speak about this in my body image episode. 
Same with the lashes. You have to just go no lashes or maybe you can reduce the size of the lashes you're going. And you don't have to do this. I know people may be thinking, but I love my lashes. Like this is what I want. But I want you to ask yourself, why do you love it? Do you think you look more attractive with it? Do you think other people will find you more attractive? Because what shocked me is that people who saw me bare-faced or saw me bare-haired or saw me at my worst still showed an interest in me because it's more than just looks. And every guy I spoke to, every person I met was like, I'm looking for something more meaningful, looks don't last, da 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 And these were just conversations with friends. So remember, the only way to really build your confidence and your self sense of self is to do the things you are currently doing or not doing, which is the opposite. That was confusing. But essentially, expose yourself to the thing that you want to be confident to do, such as wear no makeup, because it's going to prove your brain wrong that I need to wear this to be perceived a certain way. It's really not true. And it is so freeing once you do it. It really is. Okay, number three. The third thing that improved our mental health or my mental health or just made me feel good about myself was saying no to things that didn't align with who I want to be and my goals, even though it might have seemed out of the ordinary to others. So for example, I would leave nights out at 10 o'clock or nine o'clock and be super proud of it because it was my choice. I value seven to eight hours of sleep and I value my 7am food freedom calls on a Saturday. People would ask, oh my gosh, why would you have a Saturday meeting at 7am? And I would say, why not? This is who I am and I love it. I actually couldn't think of anything worse than being hung over. It looked awful seeing people in these depleted dopamine states the next day by the pool. I'm like, what's wrong? How are you? What's going on? And I felt like this person that was high on life. And this isn't to put down hangovers. This isn't to put down nights out. I definitely had some fun nights out. But it's just to emphasize that you don't have to go with the crowd. The next time someone says, you're boring, you've changed, have a night out. I think it makes more sense to not want to feel like crap the next day. But then do you know what happens? People actually learn to accept this about you and not expect it of you. When they know you can't have your arm twisted, when they know that Steph's the girl that goes home early. She's the, I was known as the girl. I was known as the girl who didn't party. I was known as the girl who didn't stay out late. I was known as the girl that was always jumping on my socials because it was important to me because that is aligned with who I am and what I want to be. And I'm not fake. I'm not pretending. I'm not, you know, getting wasted till early hours of the morning. That's not what I promote. It's not who I am. It's not what I'm about. So the point of this is to just reflect on, are you doing things that don't align with who you want to be and your goals, right? And maybe you're thinking, oh, it's my eating habits or it's binge eating, and that's okay. Look, usually when it comes to eating and eating habits, it's serving a function and we need to figure out what it is. Same with drug use, same with alcohol use. In many cases, it's serving a function and people will lie to themselves. I just love it. I just love to party. 
Whereas I think there's always more under the surface. I always think there's more going on. So I would highly recommend trying one or more of these and asking yourself, what in my life right now isn't improving my mental health and how can I change it? You know, is it these late nights? Is it saying yes to drinking? Is it feeling like I constantly have to keep up appearances? I always have to buy new outfits. I always have to wear makeup. What is it? If there was one thing that you could change, what would it be? So in summary, the three things I would suggest giving a go is getting rid of a full-length mirror for a period of time, wearing no makeup, and saying no to things that don't align with you, even if it's your best friend or even if it's a particular situation where, you know, it feels really awkward to say no. These were hard for me, especially the first two. Saying no to things that don't align with me, that I've pretty much done that my whole life. And people say, I admire your ability to do what it is you want to do and just go out and get what you want. Because I couldn't imagine a life not doing that. Try these. Please let me know what you think of this episode. And if there's anything that you have actually stumbled across that has improved your mental health, that you had no idea would improve your mental health, please let me know. I would love to do a part two if you would like to hear it. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating, leave a review with Apple Podcasts. You have to scroll all the way down to the bottom to find the place to leave a review. But with Spotify, you just click the follow and the star button and you can leave a a star review rating based on however much you enjoy this episode. Take care. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very grateful to have your presence and I wish you the best weekend ahead. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi. 